Hello all, and welcome to the Next Generation AF2 and F3 podcast. My name is Ryan, and on this episode will be the review of the Belgian round for the 2023 FI Formula 3 Championship at the Circuit de Spa-Finkelschau in Stavlo, Belgium. To start the review of the round will be the qualifying results, as well as the grid for the feature race from the session that was contested on Friday. In first was Pepe Marti, second Leonardo Fornaroli, third Gabriele Mini, fourth Franco Colapinto, fifth Nicolas Solov, sixth Zach O'Sullivan, seventh Dina Boganovic, eighth Johnny Edgar, ninth Keo Collette, tenth Taylor Barnard, eleventh Paul Laron, twelfth Hugh Barter, thirteenth Luke Browning, 14th, Murray Boyer. 15th, Gabriel Bortoletto. 16th, Gregoire Saucy. 17th, Kellen Frederick. 18th, Nikita Bedron. 19th, Rafael Villagomez. 20th, Tommy Smith. 21st, Sebastian Montoya. 22nd, Alejandro Garcia. 23rd, Christian Mansell. 24th, Sofia Floresh. 25th, Oliver Gray. 26th, Ida Cohen. 27th, Oliver Gerfer. 28th, Shin Wu Hun. 29th, Francesco Simazzi. And 30th, Roberto Ferrier. The grid for the sprint rates of the top 12 in qualifying being reversed is as follows. In first was Hugh Barter. Second, Paul Aron. Third, Taylor Barnard. Fourth, Keo Collette. Fifth, Johnny Edgar. Sixth, Dina Boganovic. Seventh, Zach O'Sullivan. Eighth, Nicolas Solov. Ninth, Franco Colapinto. Tenth, Gabriele Mini. Eleventh, Leonardo Fornaroli. And twelfth, Pepe Marti. Next up is the sprint race support. Barna from the front row made a great start as he led the field in turn one from Aron, Barnard, Colette, and Edgar. Coming out of turn one, Barnard made an overtake on Aron, which moved him up into second position. Onto the approach to turn two, Colette made an overtake down the inside of Aron as he moved up into third position. Going into turn five and onto the Camel Straight. Both Barnard and Colette had a great run on Barter as Colette slotted himself into second position and Barnard moved up into the lead of the race. Going into turn 6, Boganovic made an overtake down the inside of Edgar which would have moved him up into fifth position but unfortunately outbroke himself coming out of the corner as Edgar retook the position. Coming out of turn 8, Villa Gomez made contact with the side of Montoya's car, which resulted in them both going off the track, as while Villa Gomez was able to continue in the race, Montoya from the incident subsequently retired from the race. Going into turn 12, Aron made an overtake down the inside of Barter as he moved up into third position. Coming out of turn 18, Colette made a great overtake around the outside of Barnard as he moved up into the lead of the race. Before the conclusion of the first lap, the safety car was deployed due to the Villa Gomez and Montoya incident. On lap 2, 
The incident that involved Montoya and Villagomez at Turn 8 was noted by the stewards for causing a collision. On lap 3, the safety car came into the pits, as Colette led the field across the line for the start of the 4th lap of the race, where the top 10 were Colette, Barnard, Aron, Edgar, Barter, Beganovich, O'Sullivan, Colapinto, Solov, and Mini. On lap 4, O'Sullivan made an overtake around the outside of Beganovich going Turn 1, which moved him up into 6th position. Going on to the Camel Straight, O'Sullivan had an amazing run on Barter, where he made an overtake onto the first Turn 5, as he moved up into 5th position. Going into Turn 8, Colapinto made an overtake down the inside of Barter, which moved him up into 6th position. Going into Turn 9, Solov aggressively made an overtake down the inside of Beganovich as he moved up into 8th position. Going into Turn 10, Marty attempted to make an overtake around the outside of Mini, but as he exited the corner, Mini incidentally made contact with the rear of Marty's car, which sent both cars off the track in the process that also resulted in Mini's retirement from the race as he went into the gravel trap. For Marty, his race didn't last much longer as when he rejoined the track, supposedly thinking he had the all clear, went directly into the path of an innocent Ida Cohen as through no fault of his own, Cohen's car made substantial internal contact with Marty's car as they both retired from the race as a result. Unsurprising, the safety car was deployed due to the incident that involved Marty. On lap 5, Gerver, due to a damaged suspension, pulled off the track at a marshal's post where they pushed the car behind the wall as he retired from the race. On lap 6, Villa Gomez received a 10 second time penalty for having caused a collision with Montoya turn 8. On lap 7, the safety car came into the pits as Colette led the field across the line for the start of the 8th lap of the race. On lap 8, Edgar at the restart locked up going in turn 1, which allowed for O'Sullivan to make an overtake down the inside coming out of the corner, which moved him up into 4th position. Colapinto behind almost made an overtake on Edgar as they came out of the corner, but Edgar with enough pace kept the position for the time being, of which he solidified onto the approach of turn 3. Coming out of turn 7, Bortoletto from the contact that Boganovich made to the left rear tyre on Bortoletto's car with his front wing from the lockup going to turn 1, started slowing down as he then pulled off the track onto the Camel Straight that resulted in his retirement from the race. Coming out of turn 6, Wu Hun and Mansell were battling with each other as Wu Hun spun the car around and went off the track but was able to continue in the race. Also on the same lap, the safety car was deployed as a result of Bortoletto's stopped car on the circuit and the incident that involved Boganovich and Bortoletto at turn 1 was noted by the stewards for causing a collision. At the end of the sprint race for Formula 3, the top 10 across line behind the safety car were Kate Collette in 1st for VAR, Taylor Barnard in 2nd for Genzo, Paul Aron in 3rd for Prema, Zachary Sullivan in 4th for Prema, Johnny Edgar in 5th for MP Motorsport, Franco Colapinto in 6th for MP Motorsport, Hugh Barter in 7th for Campos, Nicholas Solov in 8th for ART, Dina Boganovich in 9th for Prema, and Luke Browning in 10th for High Tech. The fast lap of the race was achieved by Kaya Collette with a 
0.585 on the 8th lap of the race. After the race had been completed some time, Zaka Sullivan, Dina Beganovich, Gabrielli Mini and Tommy Smith all received penalties for offences that they committed during the sprint race. With O'Sullivan, he received a 5 second time penalty for leaving the track and gaining an advantage after he had been deemed by the stewards to have run off the track just before he overtook Hubarda on the 4th lap of the race and subsequently failed to give the position back gained to Barter. When the penalty was applied, it dropped him from where he'd originally finished the race, that being 4th, to 15th in the final classification for the sprint race. With Beganovich, he received a 10 second time penalty after the stewards determined that Beganovich was entirely at fault and responsible for the contact he made with Bortoletto on the 9th lap of the race, that also caused Bortoletto's retirement from the race. When the penalty was applied, it dropped him from where it originally finished, that being 9th to 22nd in the final classification for the sprint race. In relation to both Sullivan and Beganovich's penalties, they promoted both Leonardo Fornaroli up to 9th and Gregoire Sorsi into the final points paying position of 10th. With Mini, he received a 10 second time penalty which, due to him not finishing the race, was converted into a 5 place grid penalty for the feed race after he made contact with Pepe Marti on the 4th lap of the race. When the penalty was applied, it dropped him from where he would have originally started the race, that being 3rd to 8th on the grid for the feature race. As a result of his penalty, it promoted Franco Colapinto, Nikola Solov, Zako Sullivan, Dina Boganovich and Johnny Edgar at one position on the grid from where they had originally qualified. With Smith, he received a 10 second time penalty after he made contact with Oliver Gerfer at the second safety car restart of the race, that subsequently caused Gerfer's retirement from the race as a result. When the penalty was applied, it dropped him where he would have originally finished the race, that being 20th to 24th in the final classification for the sprint race. Next up is the feature race report. Before the race had even started on the reconnaissance lap, Mini hit the wall to such an extent at turn 10 that unfortunately for him, he wasn't able to start the race, which all but ended any chance he had of winning the championship. The formation lap was conducted behind the safety car due to the start of the race being wet. As the safety car came back into the pits, the race began with a rolling start as Marty led the foot across line for the start of the race and into turn 1 from Fornaroli, Solov, Colapinto and O'Sullivan. Behind them, Aaron made a triple overtake on Barnard, Colette and Edgar down the inside going to turn 1, which moved him up into 7th position. And when he came out of the corner, he had significantly more pace and traction from the wet weather tyres, as by the time he approached to turn 3, he had also overtaken O'Sullivan and Solov as he moved up into 4th position. Coming out of turn 4, Colpinto had a slight moment coming up the hill, of which with Aaron's pace at that point in time, made an overtake on Colapinto, which moved him up into third position. Going to turn 5, Aaron made an overtake on Fornaroli, which moved him up into second position. And finally, to cap it all off for him, Aaron made an overtake down the inside of Marty going to turn 7, which moved him up into the lead of the race. Going into turn 10, Boyer 
Mayan overtake down the inside of Fornaroli, which moved him up into fourth position. Onto the approach to turn 12, Barnard made an overtake around the outside of Marty, which moved him up into second position. Also on the same lap, the incident that involved Ferio and Wuhun at turn 1 was noted by the stewards for causing a collision. The top 10 across the line after the first lap of the race were Aaron, Barnard, Boyer, Bedrin, Mansell, Garcia, Floresh, Gray, Marti, and Colapinto. On lap 3, an incident that involved Simonazzi was noted by the stewards for a stone procedure infringement. Also on the same lap, Wu Hun had come to a stop off the track at turn 12 after he had lost it coming out come into the corner and try to continue on in the race but got himself bowled on the grass. On lap 4, Mansell had a great run on Boyer going to turn 8 as they battled each other going towards turn 9 which saw Boyer go wide and off the track as Mansell made an overtake which moved him up into third position. Also on the same lap, the safety car was deployed as a result of Gerfer's significant crash into the barrier after he lost the car as he entered turn 3. On lap 5, Aaron from the lead of the race came into the pits as his team Prema put him on a fresh set of dry tyres. During the safety car period, Ferrier went straight into the gravel trap at turn 6, which resulted in his retirement from the race. On lap 6, Simonazzi received a 10 second stop and go penalty for a starting procedure infringement. On lap 7, the safety car came into the pits as Barnard led the field across the line for the start of the 8th lap of the race. On lap 8, Colette at the restart made an overtake on Gray onto the approach to turn 1, which moved him up into 9th position. Also on the same lap, the incident that involved Gerfer and Simonazzi was noted by the stewards for a stone procedure infringement. Going on to the Camel Street, Colette had an amazing run on Boyer, which with the use of slipstream and the right tyres for the conditions, made an overtake on the straight itself as he moved up into 8th position. Coming out of the final corner, Bortoletto made a sweeping overtake around the outside of Edgar, which moved him up into 17th position. On lap 9, Bortoletto, who had a great run on Solov, made an overtake around the outside onto the post turn 1, which moved him up into 16th position. On the Camel Straight, O'Sullivan attempted to make an overtake around the outside of Colapinto going to turn 5, but outbraked himself as he shot through the runoff road. Behind them in the field, Bortoletto made an overtake down the inside of Boganovich going to turn 5, which moved him up into 14th position. Going to turn 8, Villa Gomez aggressively made an overtake down the inside of Cohen, which moved him up into 22nd position. That also forced Cohen slightly off the track, and unfortunately, Browning from behind made contact with his front wing to Cohen's right rear tyre that instantly resulted in a punctured tyre for Cohen and a damaged front wing for Browning. On lap 11, Mansell on the Camel Straight had a great run on Barnard, where he attempted to make an overtake around the outside going to turn 5, but they slightly touched wheels as he shot through the runoff road and got himself ahead at turn 7, where he gave the position back to Barnard at the first possible opportunity of doing so. On lap 12, 
Mansell had another great run on Barnard, where he once again looked to make an overtake around the outside going in turn 5, but Barnard successfully held him off coming out of the corner. Behind them in the field, Bortoletto coming out of turn 4 had an amazing run on Boyer, whereas they went onto the Camel straight, he made an overtake, which moved him up into 12th position. Also on the same lap, the incident that involved Mansell at turn 6 was noted by the stewards for rejoining the track unsafely. On lap 13, Simonazzi received another 10 second stop and go penalty for a stone procedure infringement. Going into turn 5, Mansell briefly made an overtake around the outside of Barnard, but coming out of the corner, Barnard had a much better exit from the corner and entry towards turn 6, which saw him solidify his lead in the race coming out of the 6th corner. Going into the penultimate corner, Barter attempted to make an overtake around the outside of Gray as they went into the corner, but Gray made contact with the side of Barter's car with his front wing, that resulted in them both spinning around and with damage sustained as a consequence of the incident. On the penultimate lap of the race, the incident that involved Mansell at turn 6 to rejoin the track unsafely was reviewed by the stewards with no further investigation deemed necessary. Coming out of turn 4, Bortoletto had another run coming out of the corner on O'Sullivan, whereas they went onto the Camel Straight, made an overtake, which moved him up into 11th position. On the final lap of the race, the incident that involved Barter and Gray at turn 19 was noted by the stewards for causing a collision. On the Camel Straight, Montoya, who had a great run, made an overtake on Flores, which moved him up into 5th position. At the end of the feature race of Formula 3, the top 10 across the line were Taylor Barnard in 1st for Genza, Christian Mansell in 2nd for Campos, Nikita Bedrin in 3rd for Genza, Alejandro Garcia in 4th for Genza, Keo Collette in 5th for VAR, Sebastian Montoya in 6th for High Tech, Sofia Flores in 7th for PHM Racing, Paul Laron in 8th for Prema, Pepe Marti in 9th for Campos, and Franco Colapinto in 10th for MP Motorsport. The fast lap of the race was achieved by Grigoire Saucy, with a 218.289 on the 15th lap of the race. After the race had been completed for some time, Luke Browning, Oliver Gray, and Oliver Gerfer received penalties for offences that were committed before and during the feature race. With Browning, he received a 10 second time penalty after he caused a collision with Ida Cohen during the race at turn 8, which resulted in Cohen getting a puncture from the contact made. The stewards deemed and determined that Browning was the one predominantly at fault for the incident after having examined the footage of the incident. When the penalty was applied, he remained in the position that he finished in, that being 23rd in the final classification for the feature race. With Gray, he received a 10 second time penalty that was converted to that of a 5 place grid penalty for the next race that he competes in after he made contact with Hugh Barter at turn 19, which also resulted in both drivers retirements from the race as a consequence of the incident. After the stewards had examined the footage of the incident between both drivers, they determined that Gray was the one mainly at fault and responsible for the collision itself. With Gerfer, he received a 10 second stop and go penalty, which due to him not finishing the race, was converted to that of a 10 place grid penalty for the next race that he competes in, 
after his team Trident breached Article 37.5 of the spawn regulations of Formula 3, which state that when the one-minute signal is shown, engines should be started and all team personnel must leave the grid by the time the 15-second signal is given, taking all equipment with them. In Gerfer's case, Trident remained on the grid after the 15-second signal had been given. Next up is the championship standings. The top five drivers in the championship after round eight at the Circuit de Spa-Francorchamps in Stavelot, Belgium, are as follows. In first is Gabriel Bortoletto with 144 points. In second is Paul Aron with 106 points. In third is Pepe Marti with 105 points. In fourth is Zach O'Sullivan with 101 points. In 5th is Franco Colapinto with 100 points. And the top 5 teams in the championship after round 8 at the Circuit de Spa-Francorchamps in Stavlo, Belgium are as follows. In 1st is Prema with 301 points. In 2nd is Trident with 276 points. In 3rd is Campos with 171 points. In 4th is Hightech with 165 points, and in 5th is MP Motorsport with 143 points. Next up is the awards of the round. The driver of the round, in my opinion, has to go to Taylor Barnard. The reasoning as to why I've chosen him is that with a qualifying position of 10th as well as two podiums in both of the races contested, which included a second in the sprint race and a main race victory in the feature race, he looked fast and strong throughout the entire race weekend, with great overtakes made during the feature race, that he also defended the lead brilliantly in that race on multiple occasions. He was absolutely deserving of the win when he crossed the line. He has been very underrated for m- the most part this season, with the performances that he's had with Jenza, and this weekend really showed exactly what he has been made of this year. Should Barnard be racing next season in Formula 3? It really does bode well for him for the foreseeable future, and I can very much see him being a major contender for next year's FI Formula 3 Championship if this weekend was anything to go by in that regard. An honourable mention has to go to Sophia Floresh, for officially gained her first points in the FI Formula 3 Championship with a, seventh, with a finish of 7th in the feature race. While you can say that all the drivers that were on the wet weather tyres had a distinct advantage compared to the dry tyre runners for the majority of the race, as they were on the right tyres for the conditions, you still have to have genuine pace and also make overtakes through the field, of which Floresh very much did so, as she got to as high in the order as 5th during the race, after qualifying in 24th. Given that PHM Racing slash Charousse last season only scored one point throughout the entire season in F3. This result is not only great for Floresh in many ways, but very significant as well, as it could be very decisive in who finishes 9th and 10th in the FI Formula 3 Teams Championship between PHM Racing and Carlin as they go into the final season in Italy. And in case you're wondering, PHM going into Monza is on 6 points, compared to Carlin who are on 2 points. To end off, for Floresh, it wasn't a case of if she was going to score points this season, or which it actually was achieved earlier in the season in Austria before she was disqualified from 9th in that feature race, 
but when it was going to occur for her. And in no way can anyone take this result away from her, as she well and truly deserved all six points that she scored in the feature race in Belgium. The first of what I'm sure will be many more points finishes to come for her. The overtake of the round, in my opinion, has to go to the overtake that Colette made on Barnard during the sprint race on the opening lap of the race. The reason why I've chosen this overtake is that Colette had a, made a brilliant run on Barnard in the wet conditions as they headed towards turn 18, as they battled each other when they approached the corner. Colette, with the run that he had, made a great sweeping overtake around the outside of Barnard that was bold and optimistic to say the least. Given the risk versus reward factor with both the conditions and the fact that he made the move at Blanchemont, no contact was made by either driver at any point in the sequence of the move, which makes it even more impressive. As always for me, thank you so very much for listening to The Next Generation, AF2 and F3 podcast. And until the next episode, which will be the preview of the Dutch round for the 2023 FI Formula 2 Championship, I wish you guys the absolute very best, and see you all next time.